I'm Paige Lightman, the DM of the Feats and Fables podcast, and I'd like to welcome you to Aglarond. Aglarond is a peaceful, pastoral nation of half-elves. Our heroes are part of the foresters, elite scouts and rangers charged with defending Aglarond's borders, particularly against undead from the evil fascist nation of Thay. Our heroes are heading towards the Singing Sands, racing the nation of Thay to try and recover an ancient elven artifact. The Red Wizards of Thay wish to warp the artifact to their own evil ends. So let's meet our heroes. First, we have Victor Toussaint, a human eldritch knight fighter, played by Ron Frankie. Hopefully not about to be squished by a giant. Time will tell. Then we have Wildfire, a Fire Genasi Evoker wizard, played by Joe Streaky. I slumber. <laughs> it's true, you do. <laughs> flat, 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 flat. <laughs> then we have Ross, a lizard folk Drake Warden Ranger, played by Coda of Codab Games. Hello, everyone. Then we have Mira, a Water Genasi Circle of the Land Druid, played by Dr. Andrew Wong. Good evening. And then we have Silvio, a Seder College of Eloquence bard, played by Ben Heisler. Bonjour! Bonjour! <laughs> Previously on Feats and Fables, a pass by the Tarcellus Fountain showed us that it's healing after the heroes have lifted the red cap gear flagon's curse. Some ogres showed up to bear out a grudge against the heroes on Gearflagon's behalf. They carried Gearflagon's youngest brother pinned to a pole with iron spikes. The heroes beat the ogres, set the red cat free, and now he owes them big. As they camped that night, a curious <coughs> stone giant asked about the magic that Victor was carrying. And that is where we left our heroes. Paige, I think you are underselling just how dominating we were in the battle against those ogres. Like, not I blame at the my end. Dice. I blame my dice. No, it was very hilarious at the end. So if you missed this last week, listen to this. So Silvio, as is his wont, casts uh, Hypnotic Pattern on a couple of the ogres, and they get one mezzed off to the side, I think. And, uh, cause these are special Aglarondian mountain ogres. They're resistant to magic. So they're very hard to, to catch in a, in a mess like that. So, so they have one off to the side. They kill the other two. It's like, all right, we're going to get that third one. Ron's like, Victor shoots it with a bow and arrow. Thwink! Uh, okay. That missed. Thwink, thwink, thwink. Yep. Those missed too. Everybody's like, boss, the, they're just standing there. We got, we got things to do. Yep, we're going to call that one B, and then they just left. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, legit. Kind fair. of happened. All right, so you had come to a lovely mountainside and found a little camp that was clearly a traveler's camp. And uh, there was a stream nearby, so there was water, there was firewood piled up from people who keep these kind of things stocked, probably the foresters. And... Uh, as you were sitting there, sort of relaxing from the day, a part of the mountain peeled itself off in the form of a uh, gigantic uh, humanoid 
who became very curious about the magic Victor was carrying. And just for purely illustrative purposes, I'm going to put this on a, uh, a gridded format. I'm sure it doesn't mean anything. Hey, H. Hey, Ben. I would like to think for a minute because I recall from my time when I was reading all about Aglarond uh, as part of forester training, uh -huh, mm -hmm. uh, and that there are creatures that emerge out of the mountains that are not, in fact, stone giants. They are giant ancient... Uh, other creatures, and I would like to see what I can recall about those. Please, Please make me an I recall things about stone fey creature stuff check. If it's fey, do I get my normal advantage? From the yes. Where there happen to be religious teachings about this instead? If you roll religion, you will find out different information. Alright, cool. Hey, what were you asking again? Uh, I am trying to recall, and by 19 I have a 20, uh, I was trying to recall that uh, some Agarons, especially up in these mountains, uh, and really anywhere around the mountains that we have our fortress near. Uh, there are giant creatures that are often mistaken for stone giants that uh, were creatures that we sealed a pact with, you know, millennia ago, and they built that giant wall that we hid behind after we got our shit kicked out. Uh, and so I'm trying to recall if this is one of those or if it looks more like a stone giant. Huh. Or they look more like a stone giant. Apologies. Yes, definitely a they, not a not a him. Uh, so you uh, you think back to your religious training, uh, and it doesn't help you perhaps identify this particular creature, uh, but you know that the uh, the faiths of Aglarond, particularly those of the Seldrine, there's. There's not, like, a clear-cut line between, like, people and gods. Like, there's gods, the major gods, minor gods, demigods, sort of gods, kind of gods. And the difference between very powerful fae and some of the le lesser powerful gods is kind of squishy. And so there were certainly, definitely uh, stone fae that were very powerful that were revered as as deific among themselves. They kind of looked like this, but uh, the habits and ways of um, pleasing those particular stone fay and worshiping those particular stone fay uh, are, are about all you've got. As a part of that subset, do I know what a good gift would be if this is a fay? So the... Uh, the these, so Fey, so Stone Fey in particular, enjoy gifts that are old. They appreciate 
things that take patience. So sometimes an elaborately carved piece of stone, where it was a single piece of stone, but somebody would carve out like a ball inside of a box, which as you can imagine is a very careful, patient process, is the sort of thing that they uh, they enjoyed. Hmm. If only we had some sort of fine aged wine. I was going to say some finely <laughs> crafted by hand, intricately made loincloths. <laughs> I don't think the sizing is right, but let's swear to God, if you give a giant a loincloth, <laughs> this giant is going to you're going to rocks fall, everyone dies. It's going to have a whole new meaning. Let's, so, let's keep the loincloths in our back pocket, okay? All right. So I think on that, while people continue talking, yes, it's. Only right that that one is your leader because they carry the magic, the uh, giant figure says. Zlogan. The the giant mentioned that their name was Zlogan. I mean, Paige, I have not... um made an aggressive move move towards this guy but like y'all y'all can you have been with ross long enough to know that he is like a cat ready to spring um just like you got that butt wiggle going on like if 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 at the drop of a, a hat i'm ready to defend our measly campsite okay noted you're on alert posture It is true that I have some elemental magic that has been bestowed upon me. However, I only came upon it recently, so it did not contribute to their choice necessarily to make me their leader. The uh, the titanic figure looks at you and kind of tilts their head to the side. You can practically hear stone grinding together. And uh, they say, really? That looks like it's been there a long while. Are they looking at my sword or at the stones in my head? Uh, it's a little <laughs> hard to tell. I'll, um... You can make me a... Are you looking at, at my... Uh, you know, my eyes are up here, buddy, check. But I think you're... Uh, uh, I'll just perception is not that good. I'll just leave my sword where I am and like take a couple steps to the left. So it becomes very obvious which one they are looking at. Okay. Bachonk. Uh yes, they the the figure seems to pay no attention whatsoever to your sword. Okay. Uh yeah, yes. I don't know how old these gems or crystals may be, but uh I just got them relatively recently I was wounded in battle and while I was out of it a passing I'll just say healer I don't know much about them bequeathed them upon me they saved my life and they've granted me some magical powers or enhanced already existing ones um, but otherwise they're a mystery hmm. the giant says uh, as you can you can practically hear them thinking 
they lean over towards you and kind of have to go down on a knee and a hand to kind of get down to where they can see you. And their face is about the size of a refrigerator. And uh, they kind of lean towards you. Are you going to do something about that? I'm going to steal my resolve. Okay. So they bring their face down towards you. And like I said, it's about the size of a refrigerator. This, this is a, a very big person. And like uh, a big refrigerator or like a dorm refrigerator? Like a, like a big refrigerator. Like a big refrigerator. Like a Sub-Zero? <laughs> like a normal refrigerator. What the hell do I know? Like a normal refrigerator. <laughs> like our refrigerator. <laughs> like, like a minus 80? Like that's a, a, that's, a, that's a refreezer I know, and it's not as big as a minus 80. Now, is this in a counter? Right. The kinds that are in line with the counter, or the kind that stick out? The kind, the kind that stick out. <sighs> and it's full of uh, gelato. It's a frozen gelato. Well, it's very easy for me to stay calm in the face of this creature because my mind is just running calculations about what type of cooling unit their head is approximately sized as. So I can stay cool as a cucumber myself. Does somebody want a hey, podcast? Hey. I'm giving away a podcast. Would anybody like a I podcast? Switch to the, let's switch to the sub dance because we oh, that's maximum right. We got a sub. Here. That'll be fun. Okay. <laughs> that'll give no, that'll give Victor no, some it's... time to process. <laughs> yeah. Yay, we got a sin. sub. Who gave us our sub? A maximum two a months maximum. of maximum. You're the man or the woman. A maximum. Not. Or the a maximum. A maximum. Woohoo! It's a very nice. <laughs> very nice. <laughs> we appreciate it. Thank you very much. You're Thank helping you, enable maximum. our shenanigans. Thank you very much. Would you yeah. like a podcast on maximum? I'll give it to you. I think enabler <laughs> is probably the right term. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Giant <laughs> leans over, puts their face right up to Victor, and you can smell them. They have a it's not an unpleasant smell. It kind of smells like when you dig into dirt a lot and you get that kind of dirt smell that comes up. Paige, at about this time, Ross is going to break the tension that is going on between Victor and the giant by a uh, saying, Victor was chosen to be our leader because his bravery has almost certainly sealed his fate. We, we were pretty sure that he was a goner like three or four times. We were like, ah, it's, it's only perfect that it goes with him because well, we have a, a whole thing going. But I won't get into that. The giant looks around, bemused. You can see they're trying to figure out all these small folk things going on, and it's largely not penetrating. Uh, so the giant sniffs at Victor a couple of times, and it's like it's a pretty big gust of wind. Uh, your clothes blow in the in the gust. The giant says, "That's very old magic." Uh, do you know anything about it? Uh, I've been told it is um, perhaps earth elemental or earth fey in nature, but uh, that's a pretty vague starting point. Mm. 
It smells like the Galib Moor to me. Okay. Well, historically, they've been allies of Aglaron, so I'll take that as a positive sign. Oh, you know of the Galib Moor? I believe they constructed a big wall for us. Oh, 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 oh. Galib Dur or Galib? Oh, yes. Oh, they're very said. different from each other. Ah, oh, well, then I have. Then I, I want to rephrase. I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> I also do not know the Galib Moor. I am totally checking my notebook, being like, I know I read about this somewhere. Make me an I know I read about this somewhere check. I wrote this down with half. No! <laughs> wow! You didn't even write it down! Man, I don't even think you know about them with those two rolls combined. I don't know. Combined, <laughs> combined you might have something, but <laughs> not separately. Uh, yeah, the Gallup Moore, Gallup Dirt, you've heard of, but Gallup Moore, that's a new one on you. Uh,. So giant, giant says, yes, that seems much m like the Galib Moor. They were definitely the wall builders, though that was a pretty good time ago. So wait, who were they? They're the Galib Moor? He says, as if that should mean something to you. How they say, I, as if that should mean something to you. How would I know one to see one? Oh, you have never met the Gallup Moor. That is probably true. Although I'm learning things, a lot of things in this conversation. <laughs> They're... Much like the Galib Dur, but bigger. Hmm. More. Makes sense. Yes. It's an ancient word that means large. Are we compared to the uh, Galib Les, uh, which are the tiny versions of the Galib Dur? I Wait, not. I thought that the Galib Dur were giants. Am I wrong about that? Uh, they are usual about person size. Uh, they like to curl up into rocks so that you cannot tell uh, the difference between a Galador and a rock. Uh, they also like to run down hills very quickly and uh, hit you right in the junk. Uh, they would go directly for Victor if this was a thing. But thankfully, and then Sylvia looks behind him at the mountain range and then realizes that he could never tell if any of those rocks are rocks or Galador. Eh, thankfully, that's just not a problem right now. Wait a minute. So they like to curl up and act like rocks, and they are bigger than the Galador. He pa Raz pauses and looks at the giant. The giant? You're not I got none no, of that. The, the giant slowly shakes their head, yes. So then, you are of the Gallop Door more. Oh no, I'm completely different. 
the giant smiles slightly as if that explains it all. So just to Ra- be... Yeah, Ross nods along. Uh-huh. Yeah. So just to be clear, these these crystal rocks on my heads, I'm not currently a host for Gallimore children that are going to just continue to grow until they like explode out of me. <laughs> As someone that was really excited for an alien last weekend, that's a fabulous, fabulous mental image. Yeah, if I was running a different kind of game, I would totally do that. This isn't that kind of game. I guess I might survive because they're kind of on the side of my head, but it still probably wouldn't be pleasant. Yes. The the giant looks at you again quite closely and says... I don't think that's how they procreate. Just what I never asked. That's fair. Our last posting was near the swamp. There's a lot of parasites and stuff that kind of get up inside you that we got to deal with. Hmm. Well, as someone that has come across this ancient magic by accident, do you have any advice for me? Is there anything I should do to get to be properly respectful? towards it? Is there anyone that'll kill me on site because I have it? Are you one of those people? Oh no. I have friends among the Galabmore. It is interesting to see that magic blended into the small folk, though. I have not seen that before. You might should talk to the Galib more about it. Are there any here between here and uh, Shrivar Pass that we could uh, have a conversation with along the way? So the giant sort of looks down the length of the Shrivar Pass, thinks for a moment. It's a really long moment. Thinks for a moment. There probably are, but they're very reclusive. The Galabder are much more gregarious. Hmm. Well, I guess I'll just strike up conversation with any large rocks near our camping sites and hopefully one of them will talk back to me at some point that seems like a good idea you never know when the stones are listening so the giant stands up to their full height I'm sorry Kota go ahead there's something I'm still confused about I thought that uh your modifications were elven made. Uh, the sword is elven, and it's it has responded to the modifications, but we don't know for sure about the modifications. Didn't the didn't the witch say something about a elven no? spirit infesting your sword. Yes. But my sword is related but separate than the crystals that are in my head. 
I had the crystals for a long time before I got the sword. But it was the crystals that allowed you to commune with your sword. Is that right? That could be the case. It does seem it does seem to be the case, but you know, it the elves made the sword, but they could have made an you know an elemental sword, or you know, or maybe the sword dates from the time when Aglaron's alliance with the Galab Moor was like in full effect, and the sword was like a you know like a peace treaty sword or something between the two races. Wouldn't that have some sort of implications, though? Magic powers of a pact and set. It's quite possible, but we would need to, uh, you know, learn more. Hmm. The giant stretches a bit, moves their shoulders, says, I have been sitting there and thinking for a long while. I think I will stretch my legs a bit. Have a good evening. And they reach down somewhat awkwardly to pat Victor as gently as possible on Victor's shoulder. How much, how much damage does it take? <laughs> none. None. He might stagger a bit, but he didn't take any damage. I don't know, but his his, his uh, arm is pops out of its socket a little bit. Right. And the, the giant starts striding off to the off to the west. Let's, would, would you, you like to take an attack of opportunity? Uh, not at this time, no. Okay. <laughs> Just asking. I mean, does he... Does he what? Does he have any obviously like cool magical gear? They, they, sorry. Uh, they, they have what appears to be a uh, highly um, tarnished metal crown around their head, and they have um, bracelets and bangles and anklets made out of um, it appears to be just strings of stone. Uh, but those, I mean, if you'd like to investigate them further, we can do this. I was going to say, this is a weird question. I no, suspect right. Victor's mind is being dominated by some elven greed monster at this point. Sure. I was just curious. <laughs> oh, wait, y'all didn't see the plus seven purple sword that they were just, you know, using the toothpick? I didn't see it, but I definitely heard it go snick or snack. <laughs> Yeah, it got that black real good. Yes. So, there's... The night continues to be nighttime. The crook burbles pleasantly not far from you. Uh, it, the temperature drops to about 38 degrees. So, Paige, how close to this fire can I get without actually being on fire? Because that's where Ross is. Right. Ross is running a very uh, delicate experiment... Uh, all night calling how how close to the fire do I need to be to be hot as I can without burning <laughs> like uh, he, he definitely sets up a a rock to kind of reflect some of that heat back onto him and just has like buried in furs doing just 
anything and everything he can to stay warm. Yes, what is not helping is Goose's uh, absolutely frigid footy paw pads being pressed up against various parts of uh, of Ross. I mean, she's probably really cold as well, so. Yes, uh, Black Mira, Drake boobies. Mira observing that will kind of go, would you be more comfortable if I just kind of melded you with the rock around here? You look... You look you look so cold, Ross. The stones outside the fire are as cold as ice as well. How about it? And point her finger right next to uh, Ross and pops out a a nice fresh thermal sulfurous thermal vent right next to him that radiates heat. How about one of those? It is delightful and he will will wrap up and settle down now in between the fire and the vermal vent nice some vent worms kind of gently fan you all night <laughs> yes worth it yes uh all right here we'll just roll over every few hours and just give him one of those so sure <laughs> <laughs> uh the service i Yes. It, it's hard being uh, exothermic in an endothermic world. Okay. It is. It is. Uh, all right. So uh, I assume you're going to set watches. Nothing particular happens. Mm-hmm. And the, the morning sun rises the next day. And it is a lovely day in camp. Nope. Still too cold. I mean, I mean yes. yes. Hmm. Right well, hopefully we'll run into some dwarves today. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Yes. Do you see that? Over there? Why is there a bat flying around in the in the sunlight? That is not a normal thing, right? It is also an extraordinarily clumsy flyer, and it is also a very large bat. I mean, it is it is like a uh, a bat the size of a Great Dane. Is it a breakfast-sized bat? Mira has... Oh, yes. <laughs> I mean, Paige, I'm going for my sword at this point again, because last I time... I headed right towards us. Last time a, a man-sized bat descended upon our camp, I believe it was a vampire. It's true. Fair. I'll, uh, have I heard tale of predatory bats in the area? Have I heard tale of a man bat? A <laughs> man bat. Uh, sure, sure. Uh, you know, there are some... Uh, the mountains in particular have a bad reputation for animals of unusual size. Uh, so if you were going to find uh, a bat the size of a Doberman, this would be the place you would do it. <laughs> Oof. Is, it is it Doberman or the Great Dane? Because those are two breeds. Dane. Dane. Sorry. I, I said Doberman. I meant Dane. I'll fire a, a warning arrow at it. I'll, I'll choose one of the noisemaker arrows. <laughs> is it natural to the area, too? I'm curious. Make me a. Are they natural to the area, too, roll? I can't speak with animals and yell at it. Start yelling at it. Too far. <laughs> squeak! 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 
<laughs> Bats have giant ears, you know. Sadly, there. I have a, a twenty-one. Yeah. Uh, you know, the coloration looks completely wrong for this area of the world. It's like, uh, its fur is like really dark black, but then it like tufts to almost orange and red in some areas. Like the coloration is completely off. Mira's eyes uh, narrow and she goes, I think it's an invasive species. Better light it up, to be sure. <laughs> Andrew, you get an inspiration point. What's I think the... I took one away from you earlier, so. <laughs> yes. <laughs> what's, what's the bat's reactions to a loudly whistling arrow going off at starboard bow? Annoyance, I think, is appropriate. Wait, why are why are you in? Why is why is Joe answering? Wait a minute. Yeah. Starting to make me suspicious. How come that was a weird answer when I talked to it in that? So the page the the bat continues flying towards your campfire. It does not seem to be stopping. Hey, the fuck? Hey. I say in back. Sweet, 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 sweet. Uh, can I? Am I close enough to hear uh, him? Sensitive hearing. Okay, I'll squeak back. Hey, it's me, Wildfire. How's it going? Uh, Mirror's like it's right. In, it's right in lightning bolt range. I can hit from here. <laughs> so Sylvia reaches out and and gently takes Mirror's shoulder and, and turns the turret away from the bat. Uh, what? Uh, well, that would be well, that would be uh, very amusing. Uh, the advice is saying this is wildfire, and uh, I seem to believe it. Uh, it seems to be very trustworthy, Matt. I think it could do a great <laughs> job uh, working for city council or perhaps uh, you know superintendent of schools. Uh, I wouldn't trust Never it. Trust the bat. But uh, why don't we let it get a little bit closer and see if it turns into a wildfire rather than us making it turn into a wildfire while it's eh, 50 feet up and then has to, you know. Living, living bats so close you get diseases. <laughs> <laughs> Cringe. Yikes. Too We're soon, gonna... man. Too soon. Too soon. Way too soon. <laughs> Way too soon. We're going to have to come up with a bat slash doppelganger protocol. <laughs> <laughs> so it's, it's so if I Have land a... and bite Roz, give him a disease, then I can turn back into a human. Is that how, is that how this this curse works yes. now? Yes. Excellent. Okay. I mean, do you choose me? I'm probably the most resistant to your horrible diseases. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're a, you're a challenge. Bat lizard. <laughs> yep. So as soon as uh, the bat lands, uh, kind of a. A wave of magical energy ripples over it, and then wildfire kind of stands up from the the form of the bat that was kind of crouched on on uh, crouched down. Who you the hell taught you to do that? What? No one taught me to do that. The witch turned me into a bat so I could get here pretty quickly. I don't like it. You don't like it? I mean, like I could leave if you want me to leave. I guess. Are you, do you, do you want me to, to, to walk out of camp and walk back in? Is would that make you feel better? Are you just okay? Okay, okay. Well, it's good to see you, Wildfire. Did you learn what you wanted to learn? 
Yes, I, I believe I, I have enough knowledge that if something unusual happens to our sensing device that I will be able to repair it. Um, something... I think I under, understand enough of the spell to do that now. Uh, well, you didn't miss much. Only Good. a giant. Oh, you guys killed a giant? Cool. Uh, technically, we killed a little giant. But uh, I believe Ross was talking about a very large stone giant. Huge stone. What? That uh, apparently they like the rocks in my head. They think they're cool. So if we meet any, that'll be a conversation starter. Hmm. They like uh, the rocks in your head. Uh, apparently they're not just random rocks, but they're ancient remnants of the Galeb Moor. The same creatures that created the wall that we were stationed at all those years ago. Huh. Interesting. So basically, the mystery deepened. Hmm. Where, apparently, you get... they're very the the G- Gilamore are very uh, reclusive. So finding one probably won't be easy to ask about those rocks. So if you're near a big, like a really big boulder, and you got some time to kill, just kind of you know talk to it nicely and see if it responds. F- fair enough. I mean, we could ask the dwarves. I suppose they probably have some connections to Gilamore, given their proclivities their dwarfiness their dwarven proclivities you know like mining things uh huh just dig yourself deeper wildfire I was about to say, this, is, this is something surprisingly um, racist next, next you're going to tell me that all dwarves have an innate sense for stone they do it's, they do <laughs> they're all really good at it and they're all resistant to poison or something? They like, are! Uh, you are not built for a post-Tasha's world, Wildfire. Uh, I thought you were you better No, 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 you wildfire. can't change any of those cl- those features. You can change stats, and you can change uh, talents, and you can, or like, uh, proficiencies. But you can't change, like, stone sense. There's nothing you can do about it. I you can, thought you, can, you no, were better than this. It's called Stone Cunning. Oh, Stone Cunning. I apologize. You can do a, a purely yeah. custom origin. Well, sure, but then you're not a dwarf. Uh, right? You're oh, a dwarf. Oh, awesome. oh. You call yourself a dwarf. You're still a dwarf. <laughs> no, you're a Power Ranger at that point. What Sorry. about the Scottish accent, though? I mean, anyone can speak with a Scottish accent. I, mean... <laughs> I should make all dwarves in this world Texans. Like, yes, please. Like, you want all dwarves please. in this world to be Texan? Please. This is how you get a world for, full of Texan dwarves. It, oh. it works for Texan. Like, oh, you're right. You're right. No, you're right. You're right. You're right. Do you want Texans? This is how we get Texans. I mean, we should be so lucky. <laughs> yeah, right. I was hoping it'd be stocky, but then have these giant 10 gallon hats that sort of make up for the rest of it. Looks so like a I think it's now. Is that what I just heard? That's, that is what I just yeah. heard. Come in, let's do it. So, Wildfire, you got here. <laughs> you got here just in time for our morning, you know, travels. So, hopefully, you're not too tired from your flappity flapping. Nope, totally fine. You missed breakfast, but I do have some jerky if you want it. No, I'm I'm good. Th- thanks. Totally fine. Every way. 
Russ will take a bite out of it and pack it up. I did mention we killed a small giant, right? (laughs) Uh, Is that its flesh that he's eating? (laughs) I mean... No. Probably not. No, this is actually rabbit. Like, Goose has been obsessed with all the different ways that you can eat rabbit, so... Sure. That's what Ross keeps telling us. I think it's Ross is obsessed with all the different ways you can eat rabbit, and Goose is just enjoying the spoils of it, ultimately. I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Funny is delicious. It's just such a versatile meat. Boil and mash him, stick him in this too. It's great. It's fine. Right. Right. So, now that we've recovered wildfire, what are we doing? I mean, we're having a spirited discussion about how ducks are versatile meat as well, but we're not going to find any ducks up here in the mountains. As we pack up and start heading towards the Shivar Pass, or further along the I, I would like to Gosh, recognize uh, uh, Old Slow Tiger's beautiful line. I just flew in from Aglaron and boy, and my arm's tired. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess that's efficient. You fly with your arms, and then you walk with your feet, and by the time your legs are tired, your arms are good again. Yeah, it's good to go. It's an eternal motion machine. <laughs> I, I tell you what, uh, uh, Bologna suggested our dwarves be valley girls, and I just... Like, at that point in time, that we lose all shreds of seriousness in this campaign. <laughs> and Ash, I know I'm stealing your shtick with the dwarves being Texan, but I, I, <laughs> it's a good shtick. It's a good shtick. But I I think we're going to have to make the orcs Texan, because that's mm, everything's bigger in Texas than orcs. Inspiration's oh. got to come from somewhere, Paige. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Ash is among the best. All right. So you continue on the Shivar Pass trekking through various sorts of terrains and it's a lot of ups and downs and uh you you spend most of the day hiking and are getting kind of toward sunset you feel like you'll be uh tomorrow you'll be able to reach the uh the dwarves and uh ahead of you mira and mira and ross hear voices talking in a language that neither of you know not too busy sam moraine yes i will uh stop the group from moving forward Mm -hmm. uh, assuming that i'm still kind of scouting up ahead a little bit there's somebody up ahead i don't uh i can't understand them though yeah and it's it's uh from a kind of reading the tone uh, you hear like snatches of song and and sometimes like uh, exchange of words, then laughter. The voices are fairly high pitched compared to all of y'all, uh, and they don't seem to be aware of you, and they don't seem to be uh, concerned. We they sound like they're having a good time. We may be able to go around them. What is your thoughts, Victor? I think we should see what they are, at least. Maybe talk to them. I mean, is it dwarves? We're literally looking for dwarves. It's a strange place for a party. 
I could try to sneak closer, but I can't guarantee they won't spot me. There are very few places to hide in this terrain. Wait, so you say you're here, you hear singing and dance, you hear singing, and your first response is let's sneak towards them? Why don't we send Hewitt? Right? I mean, he's already he's already flying there, Paige. I don't know, like, but they can do it. About. All right, so Hewitt uh, flies up there and uh, comes back and says, "They're uh, they're small folk, and there's six of them, and they are brightly colored, and they seem to be very interested in a patch of blackberries." Do they have red hats? <laughs> no, I think none of them are wearing hats. There is one that was kind of red, but there's also one kind of blue, and there's one that's kind of green, and there's one that's kind of yellow. Another one that's kind of blue, and one that's kind of purple. The fuck is that? Yet, though. Two plus one plus one plus <laughs> one. No, it's is... definitely one plus two plus two plus one plus two. Ah. Let's go check them out. They, they seem harmless. They, yes. Or they're horrible monsters. One of the two. I begin walking forward. Yeah. Okay. We, so, we approach them in our standard marching order. Okay. Uh, so uh, as you get close, you see heads pop up above a blackberry briar, and you see uh, a six pack of gnomes looking back at you uh, with some confusion on their faces. They're confused about people walking down a mountain pass. Well, we didn't expect anybody to be here. Bonjour. Well, bonjour. Comment allez-vous? Harley Elden? Uh, oui. Ah. So uh, a gnome woman with uh, a purple shock of hair comes forward and chatters at you and Elvin. Hi, how are you doing? What are you doing here? We don't know the people this way. We're a little surprised to see you. Uh, we are heading to visit the dwarves, so shove our bus. Uh, oh, she turns around to the rest of the group and says something uh, that you presume is, oh, Dwarf Shivar Pass. And they all like, oh, ooh, ah, mm, ooh, uh. <laughs> Lots of them kind of making faces. Uh, I'm picking up from the response. I'm picking up from the response that you do not, uh, you have perhaps some reservations. Uh, would you maybe share them with us? Uh, in exchange, we would be happy to share some wine. Uh, and I believe I have some candies with me. Oh, well, we, we definitely like candies. Uh, the uh, one with a red shock of hair comes forward and also prattles at you and Elvin. Uh, no, the dwarves are nice folk. We really like them. We get along with them really well. They don't like to be up on the surface so much, but we do. I mean, you know, it, it, it's a symbiosis. It works very well. They're very nice people. Uh, but uh, they're they're kind of in the middle of a, of a big fight right now. That's a phase. They're kind of in the middle of a big fight right now. I don't think now's a very good time to go visit them. They're a little busy. Very busy. Wait, what wait. are they in a fight with? That one. Oh, it's uh, it's ogre season. Oh, every, okay. every summer, when we get to the height of summer, the ogres come season. out. The trolls start feeling pretty froggy, and they come out too. And they got some Ettons in with there. A couple of hill giants. Ooh, those guys are bad. There's a whole chatter about ooh, hill giants. Ugh. Wait a minute. Where do the frogs come in? Actually, do you speak Elven? 
damn it. <laughs> <laughs> also, I just checked on my sheet and I speak Sylvan, so I don't know if I'm speaking a outrageous accent. <laughs> uh, if I need to blow my bard ability to speak and understand, but I will do that. Yeah. Uh, they were speaking in what you can only presume is gnomish, uh, but they're if you said bonjour in elvish, they would happily chat back with you in elvish. But do they do so in Sylvan, or do I just speak and understand all languages for 10 minutes? I mean, you tell me, man. Great. You said you said hello in Elvish. They, they talk back to you in Elvish. No, Perfect. he's he has yeah. to wreck on that because he doesn't know Elvish. <laughs> yes, I just told him. Oh, you're an Aglaron and you don't speak Elven. I, Victor speaks I, Elvish. I went to seminary school and celestial and infernal maps. Just use your fancy pants ability. I, I also am an Aglaron to don't speak Elven, but but you, Ben You've got a pass. I speak Sylvan, so yeah. High five! Alright, uh, well if you said hello in Sylvan, they, they also understand Sylvan. Yes. So yes. They will be chattering back at you in Sylvan. So they back to the frogs. <laughs> back to the frogs. Uh, they all look at you and look confused and said, no one said frogs. There's not any frogs. Are there ever giant frogs there? Man, a giant frog would be scary. They could just pull us up in one bite. Yeah, it'd be just like a fry. Yeah, giant frogs, man. How do you, big do you think they'd be? Big as, uh, big as a boulder? Yeah, probably big as a boulder. Big as a house? Yeah, maybe even big as a house. Bigger than a chicken coop? I think so. You said that the ogres are frogs. No, no, no. We said the trolls start feeling froggy. It's a gnomish expression that means that uh, you're feeling kind of jumpy and you jump around and you make big jumps. So the, the troll or the trolls start getting pretty excited and they get running around fast and they get the zoomies. And, uh, Wait a minute. There are trolls there, too. Yes. There are trolls. The, the fellow with uh, kind of greenish hair comes forward and says, yes, there are trolls. Ogres, giants, and, and ettins. And frogs, and dwarves. And no frogs. No frogs, sir. No frogs. Victor, how are we going to win a six-way battle here? I don't understand. We'll probably ally ourselves with the toads. Yes, the toads. And then uh, at the end, the eagles will come and just kind of put a bow on everything. <laughs> seems appropriate. Seems appropriate. Well, well, this conversation is going. Sylvia pulls out a selection of saltwater taffy and starts handing out pieces to the gnomes. You're uh, not a fae, are you? You're not fae, right? Because you look like a satyr, but not fae satyr. Like, do we owe you something for this candy? Because if so, thank you, but no. I, as a agent of uh, the Foresters of Aglarons, thank you for this information in exchange for us talking to you. Freely give you this gift of candy. Nothing is. Oh, okay, sure. That sounds great. Would you like some blackberries? These are really good. Uh, sure. Very delicious. We were going to make blackberry wine out of them, but we're happy to share them with you. They're very delicious. Also, high in vitamin C. I don't hear some blackberries. Yeah, I'll definitely take some. They take hand some. you like a, a small basket uh, of gnomish make of blackberries. Well, my, my gnomish friends. Uh, I think for us, this is actually an opportunity because we were hoping to uh, ask some favors from the dwarves. And we also like to kill ogres and their ilk. 
So perhaps we can get in their good graces through that. We've already defeated a party of, of ogres uh, yesterday. Are we and trolls if you live before that? Trolls by, yeah, by proxy, basically. Those were the saddest trolls ever. <laughs> <laughs> so sad. Gravity, it happens. Oh, well, if you're going to go fight the trolls, then then good for you. Uh, we we don't generally fight the trolls. I mean, if they ever got to our, into our into our homes, we'd absolutely fight them. And most of them, we just run away from them and hide because they're not actually very perceptive. So you can hide from troll really easy. The best way to hide from troll is to get pine stone, but also to blend in with natural camouflage. So you can get some plants in there, maybe some pine straw. You're doing great. You're treated to a, a five minute dissertation on how to hide from trolls. I take notes. <laughs> Are there anyone among the dwarves that sort of is leading this uh, yearly foray against the ogres? Oh yes, that would that would definitely be Freya. Freya is always the one. If there's going to be fighting, it's Freya in charge of it. Um, Brangian's there too, but she's you know she's more of a uh, uh, a, a field commander. Uh, but 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 Freya's in there just knocking heads. Mm-hmm. That's what she likes to do. Do you know Freya? Do you know Brangian? They're the, they're the queens um. of the dwarves. Yes. Oh, that's right. Yes. Yeah. We have, we have, yes, we've heard of the, the, the queens of the dwarves. Yes. It's very uh, honorable that they are leading the charge from the front. Although I understand Brangian will almost go almost anywhere to get away from her children. <laughs> really? Where'd you so, hear that? I've never heard that before. What do you mean? It's just talk around the barracks and, uh, and the forester, uh, the forester barracks talks about one of the queens of the dwarves. That's I, odd. We don't have much to talk about. So. <laughs> Although both of them were uh, were very powerful adventurers once upon an edition. Mm-hmm. Oh, I see. Yeah, no, that makes sense. They, they, they were adventurers, but I think their adventuring days are mostly gone. They have kind of a lot of gray in their hair these days. Mm-hmm. They're pretty old, even for dwarves. Well, we will um, we'll proceed with caution, since there are, you have told us there are ogres and, and such around, but um, I don't think we will be deterred by this situation. Well, you just should be very careful. And uh, the dwarves, they get a little crotchety when they're being assaulted. I mean, who doesn't really? It's it's very understandable. And most people would feel the same way. Well, we'll, we'll keep the trophies from any further ogres we kill, just to show as a sign of good faith, I guess. <laughs> Do they offer a bounty, the, the, the giant? I mean, the, the dwarves for ogres? We do still have troll heads. <laughs> the bounty on. That's true. I guess what I'm getting at is, do they? You say they get crashed. Those are going to smell. Are they actively opposed to outside forces like stealing their ogre killing festival, or are they happy when more the merrier? Uh, is this a uh, a forty ogre winter kind of situation, or a forty forty ogre summer? Um. Well. They do offer uh, for any of their own that is a great enough order to kill uh, 40 ogres or trolls or, or giants. They're, they call them all ogres, even if they're not really ogres. It's just an old tradition among the dwarves that I don't really know why they do it. But anyone who can kill 40 ogres is uh, automatically uh, uh, a, a clan leader at that point because of their, their combat prowess. And it's not a clan leader, but like a... Uh, uh, what's the word for it in Dwarven? I'm not really sure of the word for it in Dwarven, but it means great fighter. They get a, a rank of acknowledgement. It's a big deal. 
Victor Only 40? Made, Let's do this. Victor makes a mental note to kill no more than 39 ogres. <laughs> but with our two, two troll heads, we're like 5% of the way there. Yeah. It's per person or group. It has to be individually, not as a group. Well, I mean, if, if the group of you brought in, uh, well, let's see, one, two, three, two hundred ogre heads, they, they, you would all get it, but, you know. It's not like 40 ogres as a team. So, another question. Uh, have you seen or heard of any game of more around here? So that gets a, a set of very wide, surprised eyes from your new gnomish friends. And uh, they they kind of go into a rapid consultation in Gnomish. <laughs> and uh, the the woman with the blue hair steps forward and says, "I, my my Graham, my Graham said that uh, she once had a picnic with Gail Moore. Well, she was actually having a picnic on the Gail Moore at the time with the, my grandfather. They were courting at the time, and normally they went down the lake, but the lake water wasn't very nice. So they ended up going up to the mountains and had a picnic on a Gail. Well, they thought it was on a rock, and so they had a picnic on the rock, and things got apparently a little heated. And then all of a sudden, the rock opened his eyes and started talking to him, and you should have seen him trying to put on their clothes that fast. But what happened is that they actually made friends with the Gail Moore, and, and it was kind of a family legend. Okay. How long ago was this? Well, uh, I'm... <laughs> About 70 years. Uh, and did you say... Sorry, where was this? Did you say... Yeah. We'll go with Ben first, and then Andrew. Ben, Sylvia says... Uh, uh, pardon me, where was this um, this meeting of the legends occurred? Also, I totally understand. I have met all kinds of interesting creatures that, uh, you know, somehow I happen to be doing things on top of them. <laughs> uh, I, I don't remember which rock it is. Uh, it had to be near home. Well, we don't want to tape it to near home. Well, and I think it might have been down by the lake. Yeah, but remember the landslide that happened down the lake? That moved a lot of stuff. And then I looked at Mira. My uh, question is moot now. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. It's okay. Uh, but the af after after the uh, after the incident, the the Caleb Moore got up and walked away. But it looked like like a whole mountainside. Mm. The entire mountainside. How big was this thing exactly? Um, mountain mountainside size. They shrug. Big. These folk are, you know, two and a half or three feet tall. So, like... Big doesn't really narrow it down. <laughs> so, We're big. We're big. You're big. It was real big. Mm. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you very right. much for stopping and talking to us and thanks for the candy. But we wish we could home... Because the sun will be setting for too long, and uh, uh, we were hoping to bring these back for blackberry pies. We were blackberry pie is very good. I hope to have some of yours someday. Good, good luck in your journeys. Ah, yes. All right, all right. Goodbye, 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 goodbye. And you're treated to a pleasant chorus of goodbyes. Before we get started back into uh, our, our our fun content, uh, as you may or may not know, Tasha's Cauldron of Everything, the new D and D splat book, dropped last week. How are we feeling about this, kid? I, I am confused. What What's in it? 
words. What's <laughs> not in it? So, who who wants to start on the list of what is in it? Um, ideas about how to manage a session zero. Really? I did not know that. Yes. Uh, that is a cool feature of it, I feel. NPC classes. Oh, so you can add class levels to monsters? No, no, no. Like oh, experts. Need a third edition. No, no, no. Experts and warriors and magic users, oh, gotcha. right? It's like uh, the sidekick classes, I think is what they call them. Sure, 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 sure. Yeah, that's kind of cool. But it also gives new options for player character classes. And oh, does it? I didn't see that. So many new So options. many new ones. And since there we are just... one, two, three, there's five different kinds of artificers. Yep. So many artificers. So since we all just leveled up to seven at the end of last session, we thought it might be nice to briefly talk about uh, what each of us got from that so you can kind of anticipate it. And if Tasha's impacted us, because Paige has been kind enough to let some of the Tasha's options take effect retroactively because she has the heart of a good person. <laughs> I keep it I keep it in a jar on my desk. <laughs> it's still beating. That's how you can tell it's a good person. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say some of the uh, <clears throat> some of the stuff that I'm most impressed by are some of the new spells in the um, book. Like I, I don't think I've seen one that's not like, that's really good. Yeah, I mean, just, just so Paige is aware, like, once I have the ability to take us to a different world by dreaming, this campaign is going literally entirely off the rails. <laughs> like, give me a... I'm still watching Stargate right now, so let me get through season three and four before you get there, okay? Please, just literally, I beg I'm going I'm to turn, turn the entire trade just some random direction. I Go to Dark Sun, people! Get on board! I would just like to point out that that spell is also on the bard list, and you either have to have a magic item from that place, or you have to sleep with a person, and the odds that Sylvia will get some components for that are pretty high. Pretty high, pretty high. <laughs> yes. That spell is so cool to me. I think it's, it could be such a cool campaign made out of that, for sure. And if you tell our, uh, our I... folks a little more about the spell. For instance, what it's called... Oh, I don't remember the name. It's like Blue Dreaming, Blue Blue Dream of the Curtain, right? Yeah, Dream of the Curtain, I believe. Yeah. Dream, Dream of the Blue Veil. Oh, there we go. Blue Veil, Veil, yes. I'm Blue da Veils are not as scary as curtains because veils are translucent, curtains are not. Yes. Cody, you may have an inspiration point. I see what you did there. Is Wildfire going to be like, hold your breath, make a wish? Count to three. And That's correct. To uh, pure imagination. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> so it's interesting I, because this book brings together a lot of classes that were scattered across other things, mm -hmm. like uh, College of Eloquence, which is from Theros. Never heard. Uh, of it. Uh, Circle of Spores for the Druids, which is from Ravnica. Uh, you've got uh, Booming Blade and Green Flame Blade, which were from the Sword Coast Adventures Guide, and I think Blade Singer is in here that was also in Skag. Oh, oh. Can, can we talk about what a missed opportunity the Alchemist was for season one of Feats and Fables? Manny would have made the perfect 
alchemist artificer. <laughs> you know, no, you not. <laughs> <laughs> you they're based on intelligence, <laughs> baby. <laughs> Hold my beer. <laughs> also, drink it. Fair, fair. <coughs> the, uh, I like all the new summoning spells are really good. Um, like they are mechanically effective and they look really fun and they don't like eat your actions which is nice mm -hmm. so mm. i'm looking forward to summoning a star spawn to be a great day i mean if i you feel like a lot of the uh, action tweets like what things. for oh, instance uh, just thinking about for instance the rangers whole action economy has been rebounced right mm -hmm. uh speaking as someone who's played a ranger extensively for uh our Unmentionable season one. Um, <laughs> that's uh, it's a pretty big change. It's a reason to cast spells at all as a ranger, rather yeah. than just marking everything all the time. Y'all better believe I will be tossing out some favored foes. Like <laughs> just being able to to say like, what is it per battle? Yeah, and you get a mark, and you get a mark. Oh man, you know what I really am interested in this week? Ogres. Uh it's it's interesting to see that marks are have made it back into the common parlance and marks were a big thing from fourth edition. Mm -hmm. Uh so it's interesting for us to go kind of back and pull things out of fourth edition that were good. So there were plenty of good things in fourth edition. There were lots of good things in that edition. Lots. I agree. I liked fourth edition. But 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 it's kind of like those people that um, they buy a bunch of garbage and then they melt it all down. At the end, they show off they've got this little nugget of gold they got out of it. <laughs> like it only it only took us thirty cubic thirty you know tons and look what we got. Damn. So I disagree, sir. There's plenty of good stuff in fourth edition. This is a this is a fight for another day. Uh, I am super excited about the Cy Warrior fighter. I have always loved psionics just because they're kooky. Mm -hmm. And uh, and so this would maybe be a way to approach those. I'd love to see that. I'd like to see the soul knife in action. They look a lot like a yeah. lot of fun. Uh, given my my dear love for rogues. <laughs> I, I'm not going to lie. I'm going to reserve judgment until after I see the, the psionics in play because I've I've been burned. The the psionic playtest last psionic playtest in Unearthed Arcana I saw was broken. <laughs> they were as broken for fifth edition as psionics were for third edition three point five. Like that shit was busted. I'd like to point out that Old So Tiger uh, liked fourth edition enough that he donated two thousand to getting page inspiration run. So <laughs> this is on you. That's this true. is on you. I love you, Brian, my brother. <laughs> uh, yes, so it's got a lot of good artifacts in there, uh, none of which are appropriate for you at this level. They tend to, most of them tend to be kind of higher level stuff. And I have not looked at the Dungeon Master tools, but I, they have been well reviewed. I mean, I did add a couple of uh, items to my wish list based on, on Taj's, so okay. some of which are even appropriate for this level. I don't think Paige is going to have an artificer just appear and and follow you around enchanting all your stuff like you requested. Why not? It seems totally reasonable to me. 
I don't even need to follow me around. They just need to enchant my stuff and then bugger off and never enchant <laughs> it ever again. Yeah. <laughs> so I stay there and don't move until I come back. One thing I did find really interesting, and I think this this is going to have some implications in the long run. Yeah. Is that higher level artificers can have up to six attuned items. Busted. Like, talk about expanding a a point in the game that feels really limiting. I, I f- so I like the attunement system because because I played three point five and I played <laughs> four and I played them both absolutely as hard as I could and uh, like my highest level character in three point five had like plus five no I think it was only plus three plus three holy demon bane lightning longbow. <laughs> Right. Uh, Sounds uh, great. I like it. I'm in. Yeah. Let's do it. And 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 was dripping with magic items. Like I must have I must have been carting around thirty of them. And then my fourth edition character, like we had slots, but I had every slot filled, and there was what twelve slots or something, ten. I think there were ten. But yeah. I think the ability to attune other items is taken into account because they don't actually get much at higher levels if you take that away. Yeah, as appropriate. But, but um, having more tuned items will definitely be powerful, especially since they can just straight up ignore restrictions on items. Mm-hmm. So they can have a Holy Avenger or, you know, a Staff of Power, you know, whatever, you know, you don't want them in your party because they just call dibs on everything that's cool. You got to roll off for anything good. So everything, so much like everything is a hunter weapon, everything is an artificer magic item. Yes. <laughs> I, I can feel Ron's discomfort at the uh, disturbance in the balance. <laughs> no, I, I, I mean, I haven't played with an, an artif- artificer, but uh, I think they will they should be fun and kind of bring some new stuff to the game. I think they're a good new class to introduce. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's obviously existed for a while at Eberron, but... Um, yeah, I mean, it's been around since 3.5, but we just haven't... And then it came back in Eberron in... Five, but this is, I think, a reimagining of the class or an expansion. At least. Mm-hmm. I hadn't heard about they could use any magic item. I'm kind of like that feels gross to me because that was the whole point of playing a higher tier thief was that you could do that. So, <laughs> well, <laughs> yes, that is. It, it does take a little something away from the thief. I have to agree with that. But how many thieves have we actually seen in play? It is true that that has not been enough to motivate many people to choose Thief. I've played Thieves quite a bit because Fast Hands is amazing. And <laughs> try try to argue with me otherwise because the action economy gets crazy good. I, I'm Fast Hands is great. I will never not say Fast Hands is great. Fast Hands is great. Not great enough to make me play a Thief, but it's great. <laughs> you just have Arcane Tricksters in the blood. I do enjoy me some arcane tricksters, but I also have another kind of thief in there. I have assassin. Yeah, I have assassin. I don't play anymore, but I have an assassin. So is uh, anybody else getting or uh, replacing any of their existing abilities with any of the new stuff for their class? I mean, I talked a little bit about the favored foe, for example, replacing favored enemy. 
Also, uh, I think uh, both Ben and I, right, both the bards and the wizards just get some extra stuff. Hooray! Yeah. Extra stuff! Yeah, doesn't Mira get some expanded spells as well? Yeah. Uh, get some what? Uh, an expanded spell list is one of the options for the class. Yes, yes. And it's actually nice because a lot of the new spells have things that don't aren't quite as greedy on concentration front. Yeah, oh, that's because nice. The druid is like a it's like a balancing act mm-hmm. um, for concentration. So, um, like, like aura of vitality. Right? I, I'm sure it's got some drawbacks. The fact that it basically is an aura that just stays on for uh, a whole minute and just sort of goes around healing people is pretty, pretty hot. Does it also give uh, resistance to necrotic damage? Or am I it doesn't say that. That's a different. Aura. You might be thinking of something else. It is. Um, but it's a thirty-foot, thirty-foot orb, though, which is pretty significant. Um, yeah, that's well, rather a, a thirty-foot. Yeah, it is, uh, and it only sucks up uh, bonus actions, so that's pretty solid. It's super nice. Um, but two d six, like the whole, the you know, the persistent two d six healing to different targets across the battlefield. Yeah, pretty, pretty fabulous. So here's the real question yeah. I have for you, Doctor Wong. Can be yeah, stacked and revivify. Revivify, uh, of course. I mean, I feel like it's just one of those things I need in my first aid kit because, <laughs> yeah, like because need it. The rare occasion that she hits, it's for boatloads of damage. <laughs> like I have to, I have to back, I have to, I have to counterbalance my monsters with my dice. <laughs> it's fair. That's I will fair. keep that in mind. Really. Yeah. Definitely keep revivify up. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's basically uh, why I'm going to be having this pearl of power around for if nothing else, <laughs> right? Like it'll just, uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. Because uh, it's a, a third a third level slot that I get back, so it's like mm-hmm. oh, in case of emergency, bust out your pearl. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a euphemism for something dirty. Yeah, polish that pearl. It's really yes. weird that your pearl just has break in case of emergency written on it. Yeah, like mm-hmm. I'm going to be playing playing, imagine that, playing in a Frost Maiden game and uh, I am definitely going to want to use one of the new psionic classes, I think. Shit's going to be loopy. Try out something new. <laughs> I mean, I loves it. I hope it's good. <laughs> we'll find out. All right, so back to this game. Uh, you are traveling through the Shivar Pass. Uh, you have been given tips from your new gnome friends uh, about the uh, the giant or giants that are attacking the dwarves, and uh, you are continuing to head through the Shivar Pass. I guess that way. Mm-hmm. Yes, we are now turning around. All of a sudden, just to throw you off. Well, so I mean, you're not above it. Paige, you said we're still about a day's travel away. Is that from the blueberry bush? Yeah. Okay. So, um, as you're walking, it's it's really nice. Um, the there's not a cloud in the sky. It's that cool, beautiful summer blue. And uh, past the the gnome berry pickers, you have uh, there's a field that's full of flowers in it. And uh, as you are walking through it, Mira and Ross 
you you feel like you're being watched. Um, <clears throat> somewhere up by the rock line, you saw you saw a flicker of movement, and you feel like you're being watched. Does Hewitt also feel like he's being watched? Oh, Hewitt! I forget about the bird. <laughs> uh, what? Yes, Hewitt also feels like he's being watched. Excellent. A rock falls from the sky. All right, uh, <laughs> Paige. As we're going, I'm going to take a more stealthy position, uh, giving you a um, 17 on my stealth. And once I feel like I'm in a, a good spot to uh, not be seen, I'm going to close my eyes and kind of focus my senses a little bit. And I'm going to reach out with my primeval uh, awareness. Do I sense any of the following within one mile? Oh, this is a fun game. I love this game. I love this game. Bring it on. Bring it on. I'm determined to make this power useful. It does. It's great. Uh, Aberrations. No. Celestials. Why are you having to think about that so much? No. Dragons? DM is sus. <laughs> so sus. No. Elementals. Yes. Fae. Definitely. Fiends. No. Undead. <laughs> Probably. I don't know. No. Whew. <laughs> 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 we did it. Yes. Nailed it. Great confidence. <laughs> uh. Let's see, I still don't think this actually gives me any useful information. <laughs> I think it's just yes, ma'am. I think it is. Um, okay, I'm going to... Um, I'm going to stop the party and say, I feel as though we are being watched from up on the ridgeline. Is anybody able to see anything? So, all of a sudden... Uh, the very rocks in front of you. Uh, I've done the thing wrong. Damn it. Oh, God. We've fallen into a void. Uh, ooh. Uh, what have I done? I see something that might done? be Gala Moore's. Uh, no. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I feel like. I feel like. Uh, uh, I see for Gala size. Yes. Yeah, but I figure she'll just use the same picture and just change the scale. Yes, clearly. Mm. Well, she didn't give us a reference human, so it's really hard to tell how big they are. Mm -hmm. It's true. No, no. She did give us a reference human. It's They're just that big. So, ah. what's going to happen is that the rocks underneath your feet perk up and say, we're, we're right here. We can see you. Uh, but uh, then I click something wrong on roll 20 and now everything is pain. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> so that is another brilliant reveal it's, completely fud up. I mean, Ross is going to... It's not even Wednesday. Ross is going to kind of jump back and, and look down to see that he's not stepping on any one. I, hang on just a moment, gentlemen. Let me... Let me think about this page for a moment, because I have done something terrible to it. Clearly. So what did everybody pick up at seven? <laughs> Thank I you. picked up 
Dimension Door because moving around is always nice. Uh, mm -hmm. and I because turning big bads into snails is also always nice. That is always hilarious. Uh, I picked up Dimension and I Doors. Like spatial control. You have spatial control. Oh, no. Go ahead. Spatial control. Like spatial control. I, I said I, I picked up uh, Wall of Fire because I like. Spatial control. Ooh, Wildfire enjoys this wall of fire idea that you have going on. Yeah, you would like to subscribe to your good. newsletter. Mira, do we really right? need think... more fire? Yes. Yes. Also, mm. Ross, you should you should you know you should be excited because you could warm yourself by the wall of fire. I mean, it definitely has its utilitarian uses. I'm not going to disagree. <laughs> like, make sure you're on the right side of the wall of fire, otherwise right. you get really crispy. No, no, that that sounds delightful. Ross, um, what about you? I took my fourth level of ranger and got a feat. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, you finally took a fourth nice. level of something. I thought you were going to start going into paladin. So you're so you're going to take your so next we're going to take three levels of paladin, right? I am, I am. You're not wrong. Actually, paladin. I was thinking more of going into like. Uh, Wizardry really getting used out of you, my eight intelligence. Uh, you can't. You don't have a high enough intelligence to do it. Uh, how dare you, sir? How dare you? No, like mechanically, you don't have enough intelligence. <laughs> it's on the piece of paper here. Just, you can't. I, uh, Victor gained the war magic ability, so you'll be seeing my booming blade cantrip more often, since I can now make a follow-up attack as a bonus action. Nice. So that should be fun. Will we be okay. seeing it? I mean, hearing it maybe as well. Uh, okay, can we can we all vote now that next Mike's next level has to also be Ranger so he can get a second attack? I mean, honestly, I was okay, thinking over, that over, we, we, we could just leave the the uh, the level up progression of Ross up to chat. Ah, excellent! Ooh, excellent. <laughs> I like that. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Maybe have it be a challenge. Oh my god! All right, so there you are. No shit. I figured this out. I just clicked the wrong thing in roll twenty. Uh, and you say, "I think we're being watched," and with perfect timing, and not actually uh, fucking up roll twenty here. Uh, a bunch of rocks right under your feet say, "Well, thoughts are being watched. We're watching you." Ross is gonna like quite suddenly leap just into the air. Like I don't, I don't even know what my standing leap is, but it is. You're gonna demonstrate it. <laughs> yes. Um, and and then kind of land to make sure that he's not stepping on any one. I look down. Am I standing on one of them? You're standing on a rock. It does not appear to be talking to you. You do with that information what you will. Silvio looks down and realizes that he's wearing a kilt. Has no regrets. <laughs> Hello? <laughs> Hello? I've, I've been informed I'm supposed to have conversations with boulders. Okay. How's it going? It's a nice sunny day. I'm pretty warm. Oh, excellent. Excellent. Do you enjoy the warmth? Yeah, it's, it's nice. It's, it's different. It feels good. Yeah. Good. Excellent. Are you the... Gallop door. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So, how can you tell a Gallop door from a Gallop nor? I actually just don't know. Oh, the Gallop, Gallop moor, very big. Ah. Mountain sized. Well, I mean, More anything from foothill to mountain sized, yes. 
Do you happen to know the location of any Gala Moor? Mm, far side of the Shiver Pass is where I saw some. But it that was a couple of years ago. But they don't move very fast. Hmm. Um, have you seen any ogres? Mm-hmm. Yeah, a bunch of them came through here a few days ago. What about the trolls? Mm-hmm. Bunch of them, too. As y'all are talking, they're doing that thing where they scooch, like, an inch at a time, like, closer to Victor. Just, like, a little bit. Like, you, you take your eyes off on them, and they're another inch closer. Every time they do that, I, I inch, a, <laughs> inch away from Victor. <laughs> so... Give uh, him his privacy, like... <laughs> have you perhaps noticed I appear to have, um... Rocks and crystals related to the Gale of Moor embedded in my head. Mm-hmm. We were we were wondering why a Gale of Dur had feet like that. Like you're the strangest Gale of Dur we have ever met. What about you? I, met one? No, I've never met one. What about you? I, I met one. Is Victor a Gale of now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they seem to agree. They're like he's he's got heartstone. He's got the same heartstone we do. And with that. They open their mouths and they open them like they peel in half, like a Canadian uh, uh, from. Uh, uh, it's just uh, rocks, like, like a Canadian a- from uh, South Park. South Park. Thank you. And uh, inside, they are all made of like the beautiful geode colors. Fascinating. Whoa. Interesting. Um, and they're about like the stones in Victor Seath. Cool. Interesting. Mira will like lean way over and peer right into their mouths. Just fascinated. (laughs) Mm -hmm. They will obligingly open up like a geode a little more. Hmm. That's that's really amazing. She whips out the Um, and starts to do a little scan. So we we figured you had the same heart stone as us. So you were part of our local clan of uh, Galabdur. Well, I hail from, uh, you know, the wall that Gala Moore built? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I normally am around the southernmost end of it, and then I have to patrol the swamp. That's my job most of the time. Oh, that's not where the Gala Dur live. Mm-mm. Nope. Not in swamps. You can't roll down any hills in there. Hmm. Have you that, tried? That's why they pay me. It's not great fun. Hmm. No, well, we haven't, but swamps are flat by nature because that's where water pools it's all hydrogeographic and if it's flat that's not any good for rolling now but if you look closely you will find many small hillocks poking from the water they make for excellent cover yeah but are, are they are they hills like those and they point to the hills of the Shrivar Pass on either side of you no yeah th- those are hills that are good for rolling now like, like to get up to the top, roll all the way down. Hmm. Remember the whole roll down and get uh, you in this sensitive place where things are <laughs> Yes, we seem to be at a very unfortunate height for hitting uh, humanoids. They, they find we find our powers to be quite great compared to most of them. Only works on about half of them, though. Strangely, I don't know what the difference is. Hmm. Well. You mentioned something about ogres. Mm. Which way were they headed? They point uh, farther down towards the Shivar Pass. My brain is failing at what direction that is, but 
Sure. Further down on the path you go. I, I yeah. think the important information there would be, is it in the direction of the dwarves, or are they heading yes. in some other direction? In the direction of the dwarves. Okay. Well, it was nice uh, meeting you, and um, thank you for telling me even more about myself. Um, yeah, why, what is, why is a Galeb Dur have legs like that? Like, you're all wrong. Mm. We have been following that for many years. <laughs> he is very, very wrong. Well, I, do you want to uh, open up so we can look at your heartstone? Maybe, maybe that we can fix it. Actually, I was gravely injured, and this heartstone was actually used to fix me. So it's kind of holding me together. I think if I open up, things might fall out that I need. That's a very inefficient way to put a person together. Yeah. They, they look at you pityingly. But I can reach things off the top shelf. There's a lot of shrugging that does seem to be a, a hell of a superpower. Because <laughs> they're all, you know, about they're three all... feet high. <laughs> really on board, yeah. Well, it, it was it was nice to meet you, and they come over and kind of pat at your knees in a, in a friendly way. Like, but then, you know, they kind of waddle up the hill away from you and you can just see them kind of shaking their heads sadly. Does that mean that one of those things had their heart ripped out in order to repair your injuries? I hope not. I really hope not. Yes. Well, yeah. Hopefully, that's really rough. Hopefully, I'm. Uh, my heartstone is like a a cultured heartstone that was like you know raised for the intentions of putting in someone's face. Ah, we the sustainably harvested uh, <laughs> yes and hearts of rock creatures. That is so. Come on. And someone tells tells someone tells me different. That's what I'm going to assume that's going to happen. Not that it was ripped from the chest of a baby Galen Durr. So, are are you worried that since it's called a heartstone, that it is actually currently traveling towards your heart? Um, I wasn't, but I can add <laughs> the list now. That's good. You should be. I think seems very seem, likely. I think it does seem like it's a little less sticky outy than it was a couple yeah. weeks ago. I mean, it does look a little bit more inside of you than it did before, is all I'm saying. I mean... Do you feel anything pokey on the inside? No, but I'm not very good at feeling my insides most of the time. Mm. Well, uh, Paige, good news. Thanks to the donations of Bologno, you are granted an inspiration to murder us with. I think, though, you have gotten a request from Old So Tiger that it be used specifically against Victor. <laughs> Got so. it. Uh, uh, Old So Tiger and Bologna, I can do nothing better than to respect your wishes. So, as you are traveling down the pass... Wow. Well, wow. you can't, you can't wow. use an wow. inspiration That's to toss us into a battle. Just to fight. Wow. 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 <laughs> can't? Where does it, where does it say I can't? Do I need to show you my note that says that I can? It's I mean, just a note saying I do what I want. Signed, Jeremy Crawford. All right, all right, guys, guys. What? I'm gonna, I'm gonna try something. 
Paige, I'd like to use my inspiration to get out of this battle. Nope. Oh, God. What, what if I spend my inspiration and he spends his, and that way we, we're putting down two inspirations? Wait, uh, wait, Ben. Ben. Nope. Do you mean with our powers combined? Mm. We, we form, form Ooh, up a not a battle. All right. Uh, as you are traveling through the Shivar Pass, you hear a buzzing. Fire. Victor is earth. Mira is water. Clearly. Somebody's Ross gonna have is to wind. Heart. Sylvia's heart! Yay! <laughs> Acquired. Who else would be heart? Alright, so. I mean, sadly, your heart. I mean, I don't. Sorry. Buzzing in from the north, you see four giant insects. They are WYSIWYG no. as far as size. Ah! <clears throat> That's uh, unexpected. Yes. And uh, they have uh, narrow, narrow heads with a long proboscis on the front. They have kind of a hard mm. central thorax with a wheeled keel on top. They have wings, six legs, two antennae, all the things you'd expect on an insect. Even one that's ten feet long. I mean, and I, uh, they would like they to have six legs. Yes, they, that's how you know they're an insect. Uh, and with that, they decide that they would like to do battle with you. You do not have to respond. But <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go ahead and roll this initiative anyway, just just in case. Okay. Just, just. Well, anonymous, thank you for the gift sub. Thank you so much. Yeah. Anonymous, wait, wait, stop the music! Stop the music! Uh, Three month sub for gelatinous rube. Thank you, anonymous. This will make it all worth it, even if we die horribly to whatever these things are. Yeah. Well, I, mean, yeah. I, I have to fight this game. I have to fight next game. Don't, don't test me, boy. <laughs> <laughs> you know the best part about uh, this? Don't test me, boy. That true words are never spoken. I can't actually hear the music, so I don't know what I'm dancing to here. Coda, whether you could or could not hear the music is not going to make any difference for your ability to dance. It's white so boy. Mike, Mike, the music's in your heart the whole time. It, it is. It, it was. Alright, so yeah, there was a three-month sub? A three-month sub. Wow. Oh, yep. gosh. Alright, thank you so much. Mwah. You know I love you. Alright. Uh, I'm going to put on this music now. Battle. Uh, yes. We will, we will start the battle music. Where the fuck are you, battle music? Oh, you're just very quiet. Okay. Uh, I got excited. I only rolled for one insect. I Now, combat music too loud. There's no happy point with that music. Alright. Nailed it. <laughs> Three. Classic wizard initiative. No, it's the clerics that go very slow. No, no, you want a slow wizard so that all the enemies can group up on the fighter and then fireball. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yep, nailed it. All right. Uh, with that, uh, uh, bug number purple goes... Bzzz. I fly very fast. Uh, how fast do how? you fly? I don't know what that is the question. 60 or something ridiculous like that. 50. She isn't to tell you nothing. That's what that's yep. what's going on there. 
Mm. How, All right. how high are they? Uh, they're about 15 feet off the ground. Uh, mm. However, this one goes up to Ross and then furiously flails at Ross with uh, four of its front legs and its <laughs> beaky proboscis. <laughs> this is my beaky proboscis. That's fine. I flail back at you. Here are my four legs. Ross, this might be officially the grossest thing that has ever happened to you. <laughs> uh, wow. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that, yeah, 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 yeah. That uh, 17, 25, 22, those all hit. I don't, right. I don't like that three of your five attacks hit. Yes. Uh, and Holy every crap. time it attacks you, it slurps up blood from your body and you can see its abdomen start to descend. Uh, Victor, I was using that. <laughs> I need the blood meal in order for my young to live. You'll be fine without that blood. Giant insects, huh? Yep. All right, Victor will accept that there are giant insects in the world. Yes, regretfully. <laughs> <laughs> he will walk forward. He Regret. will he will pull his great sword from where he keeps it sheathed on his back, and he will start swinging. So you actually reach your hand back for the sword, and you realize the sword is already in your hand. Oh well, that, that's convenient. And um, all right, so I'll start the attack, and I'll just do great weapon mastery to start, just to, just to see how it's going. Yeah, sure. Oh, new cotton. Let's see how it pays off. Okay, 24 is going to hit. That's, uh, 12, that's the 12 damage. Hit. Uh, yeah, 12 will not hit. Alright, I'll try again. I'll roll better this time, though. <laughs> yes, you yes, will! You will. Woo! Nice! <laughs> and a great I'm weapon. glad you did that. So, 30 points of damage? That, uh, my feelings are hurt. Welcome to the party, pal. All right. And then as a bonus action, I shall attack again using my great weapon mastery ability. Nice. It's like it feeds itself. Nothing better than a great weapon master crit. Nice. Mm -hmm. All right. Actually, the crit is not so hot for a great weapon master because it's the plus 10 on damage from the great weapon mastering with the yeah, but a crit allows me to make a bonus action attack. Oh, yeah. that's yeah. true. That's true. Nothing to stop that. Yes. yes. All right. So you cut off like two of this insect's legs and gash its chitinous thorax, and uh, and it's it looks definitely like you've hurt its feelings. All right, that oh, is number. So then, oh, keep going. Oh wait, do I want? Do you want the action surge? Uh, Doesn't have to be an action surge. <laughs> <laughs> I'll actually, I actually keep it in my pants. I, I'm done. Okay. Who are you? This one buzzes to about here and hovers. This one. That just seems ominous. Yes. Attack Silvio. What? We go for the small what? one in the back. Silvio, why I'm are you not going to, go to a wall? Proboscis. Beak. Uh, P- Paige, just yes. as a... Oh, well, too late now. <laughs> I should probably go right after this one because for some reason, uh, Mira is stacked at the bottom. 
Huh, I thought I had sorted these. Hang on. Yeah, here it should be. So it was that one, Victor, this one. Okay, sure. Right. I don't know what happened. We'll we'll do that later. Oh, good. You've got time to it. give Victor a wall. <laughs> of fire. Well, I don't know if the wall will... I actually like thread wall between Victor and the uh, giant bug. Oh, you can run the wall through the giant bug because you can discern that the other side is. Oh, right. And it'll it'll fuck them up. Okay, so I have I have either straight lines or curves, right, as my option. Is that uh, correct? By curves, I think you mean a an actual circle. Right. Yeah. That's you, what I mean. Yeah. Okay, so if I make the thing kind of like that, I think that's what I'm going for. Okay. How uh how oh. tall is this wall? Twenty feet, and uh, it is actually not a wall. It is currently we're we're, we're calling this the mid ocean <laughs> ridge vent. Mm. Okay. Oh, okay. So uh, I actually don't know how to draw that line, but you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, here just, we go. Uh, yeah, just click on it. About like that. Oh, okay. That that. That looks that looks sure. Let's just say that. Shouldn't be in Rasa Square. Why am I on oh. fire? Yeah. Rasa's I mean tough. it's it, it's great, but also ow. Hang on. Uh my friend, just remember, last for this. We we had this discussion. I said it was a good ah, trying. <laughs> trying hard. <laughs> Here, I, I could probably manage a uh a piece like of that? line. I can't I see anything. anything yet. Nope. There Wrong. we go. Oh, uh, but yeah. longer. Yeah. Harder. Harder. Faster. Yes. Six feet long. Let's be. Right. Ooh, All right. Right. Yeah. All right. The power of our. Now I can't. There. Longer. <laughs> yes. More difficult. verbs. Adjectives. <laughs> Damn it. There you go. <laughs> Oh, you're happy. Teacher. <laughs> He's a yes, I, I was never happy. Uh, yeah, not words. <laughs> All right, Mira, you cast a wall. Uh, I believe my bug saves on their turn. Uh, that is an excellent question. Let's see what the uh, mission ridge vent actually does. Uh, when it appears, <laughs> each creature within the area must make a dexterity saving throw. So let's have that happen. Damn. 19, sir. Uh, oh, you make it, so I take half damage. Alright. Uh, this will be 12. 12 points of more that damage. That is more damage than I can take. The bug oh. crisps and chars and makes a horrible smell and then falls to the ground. Ugh. Dude, everybody gets the smell of all the rest of the blood, too. Mm. <laughs> burning. burning. Yeah. Burning, burning. <laughs> if Ross hadn't gotten all his blood sucked inside, maybe we maybe it'd be like lobster. Okay, so here's here's the thing, guys. <laughs> These bugs are gonna fly yeah. over this wall and get behind you. <gasps> and I don't have a map over there. Can we just take this whole party and uh, move it more towards the middle of the map? Sure, sure. go for it. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Thank Wait, you. they're gonna fly. Over the wall? Yes. 
It did mention they were flying at about 15 feet. Hmm. These I, guys. I was where that was a risk. I really just wanted to try this spell out. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with one of these. One cast, one kill. Mm. Can't complain about that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Cool. All right. Then bug number blue. Electric boogaloo. Oh, boy. All right. So. All right. So I am going to fly over the wall. And yeah. I'm going to get on Victor and Ross, because that is as far as I can go. Uh, Victor, I know it looks like this bug is on top of you, under you, but it's actually just above you. All right. Square above so, but, it, but it's in the wall then. Yeah, it's uh, All right. I think I hit five feet more. If it shifted. I will be over both. I wouldn't think that it would. Oh, boy. It will not voluntarily stop in the wall. All right. So I'm going to attack... Victor, I guess. Here's my beaky proboscis. Ching. Here are my claws. One, two, three, four. Ooh. Ooh. Paige. Nice. Who are you? After the last yeah. two weeks, y'all can say nothing. Absolutely nothing about that's, this. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, I leave the totaling of damage as a exercise for the interested student. All right. Uh, uh, I'll take three points of damage. Well done, Paige. <laughs> All right, fine, Ron. We'll no, take... I got it. I got it. It's 36, okay. 36 damage. Does anything right. weird happen to me with the blood sucking or anything? Nope. It just it just consumes some of your blood. We'll get to anything like that later. All righty, uh, <laughs> Ross. Well, I mean, if this thing is directly above me it is yep. exposed it's uh a fleshy underbelly right so sure. i'm gonna i'm gonna go ahead and stab at that um make with the belly stabbing and i'm going to give uh, uh goose a command to uh, guard silvio okay uh We'll deal with that in just a moment. So, uh, let's see here. I'm going to attack with my longsword. Does a 17 hit? Yes. That will be 13 points of magical slashing damage. All right. Take it. And then for uh, Goose's turn, she is going to move over to Silvio. Oh, oh, hold on. I did forget something. As I slash at it, Goose uh -huh. is going to spit her acid, just like we've been practicing mm. with her infused strike. So she's going to deal an extra d6 damage. So three more acid damage into that wound. Taken. Uh, so she's going to move over and she's going to ready an action to attack anything that comes close to Sylvia. You know, it's funny. Poor girl cannot hatch a treat for nothing. Like, every treat you throw her just smacks her straight in the face. She's eerily accurate with that with that poison spit. <laughs> we've, d we've done a lot of practice. All right. Uh, bug number yellow is going to zoom in. Frack. I only have 50 feet of movement. Fine. I will buzz to here. Uh, and then I will take an action to dodge Sylvia. 
These things seem to be um, fighting with a strangely coordinated and intelligent mm. uh, fashion. Hmm. Mm. Uh, first, I want to say thank you very much, Mira, by casting your wall. By casting your wall, you have moved the entire combat and made it so that that thing did not have range to reach me, so... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Here, I thought you were gonna like whip out some citronella and throw it into the fire. Yeah. <laughs> uh, if I had that as an option, I would. Uh, I also had plans that things something might actually get to me, and that's what it like to occur. Uh, so all of this whole actually planning before my turn thing didn't work out so well. <laughs> well, uh, we know you're gonna run up to the wall. Because you always <laughs> run up to the wall. <laughs> I have just banished Paige from the game. That's okay. We we got the rest of this combat. Just go. Yeah, It'll fun. be fine. Uh, so I will look up at the... Uh, hmm, you know what? I'm going to look over at the... Well, I can't see through the wall of fire, can I? Nope! Alright, that is a petite problem. Uh, so first of all, I'm going to inspire Victor. Because he's <laughs> rocking that great sword. Did I want to... I want to point out, this is the first actual action that Silvio has taken since his turn has started. <laughs> True. Look, 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 look. Greatness takes time, baby. You can't rush an artist. Anyway, I should, so... I should play a mage in your Frostmaiden game. <laughs> yeah, you can play a psionic mage, except you already said you wanted to play a soul knife, so that's great. I have to play for psionics in that game now. Back to this game. I inspire my friend Victor. I uh, begin uh, readying a spell for when something is near us on the other side of the wall. Shabam. Shabagal. That's me. Shabagal. It is your moment of victory, Wildfire. There are are bad guys. You can see them. Well, you can see one of them. Oops. How the far so the thing is 20 feet tall? That's problematic. That was my problem. So I put mm. it done because I don't have line of effect to that square. Hmm, you have line of effect, just not line of sight. But I need, I need line of sight, I would imagine. For what targeting a fireball? Fireball, uh, yeah, I think since you choose a point, you see, yep, with a point within range. Oh. I think the other option is you could have Hewitt fly up and you can see the point. Uh, that's true. Yeah, so Hewitt will kind of fly up and uh, get me a good sight angle. Since I just need a point I, in range. Okay. And the, the flaming bead will uh, land, you know, in between yellow and blue in such a fashion that uh, it also hits Victor Ross, but I, I give them magical bonuses. Sure, sure. That's right. intentional. I'm intentionally doing that. Here is a deck save from Bloop. And here is a deck save from Yellow. Whoa, you upcast that fireball. You didn't mess around. Ugh, they both made their save. BS. So, so 13 points of damage. 13 points of damage. We also owe you a... No. Okay. You guys both make your deck saves automatically. Excellent. Thanks and to take, my and take no to my evoker ability. 
Yes. If we were on the other side of the wall, we probably couldn't have done that, but he still would have shot it, so. <laughs> <laughs> yep. We should be very grateful that he can see us. Victor! That's my go again? Yes. Uh, all right. I really other than uh, Silvio, we take our turns quickly here. Uh, uh, you can't burn him. He just gave me bardic inspiration. He's a <laughs> hero. All right. You know what? I tell you what. I tell you what. It is 10 o'clock. Uh, we're going to start our next show right here at this point. It's convenient to stop learning. I mean, I'm, I'm going to say that they're just as uh, thin as me remembering that I've readied Goose to protect you, so... You know what? Take notes, children. Write it down so you don't have to remember it. That you have a like whole a note work. section in D&D Beyond that you can easily add so things into. So much work. Type, 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 type. You people are awful. No, I was going to make my note on that page. <laughs> Too, late. Too late. Friends, thank you for joining us on this adventure. Please uh, follow, subscribe on Twitch. Thank you so much for the three-month subscription there, Anocat. Gelatinous Root. Uh, please subscribe on YouTube, support us on Patreon, or at least like us on iTunes. You can find us at Feats and Fables on all of these platforms. Roll20 is our virtual tabletop. Our music is by Kevin McLeod and Comptech.com as served by Roll20. Our maps are made uh, in Dungeon Draft today, and the art for our NPCs is from HeroForge. We'd like to uh, thank our listeners and supporters, particularly Gelatinous Rube! <laughs> Yes, yes, for a, a three-month subscription. And uh, also Sally Among Poison and a Maxim for the subs over the week. And Deer Dust, our most recent follower. Thank you, chat, for inspiration. We love having you with us. Please join us next Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Time to see what happens next. And follow us to Adventure! Bye, y'all! Bye, y'all!